Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Games Cast. It's Thursday, the first of December, last month of 2022. Um, just when you know, we we keep Derek. Are you muted? No, I'm good. Oh, okay, I didn't I didn't vocalize that one. Ah, uh, all right. Um, that funny, makes right? Tons we're of sense to we're the all, podcast we're, listeners. Every listener now is confused. Congrats. Yeah. We're, we're all, we're all, I mean, let's be fair though. Like how much of this shit actually makes sense to our podcast viewers? Um, we, this shit barely makes sense to us. We have um, podcast viewers. We do. And actually on that, thank you to everybody. We had some really good numbers in 2022. We fucking crushed it. Thank you to everybody on, uh, who listens to us on podcast services, including SoundCloud and Spotify. That's where we get the, the, the vast majority of our views. It's cool. Spotify um, actually said that we're, uh, oh, we get more fucking listens than, uh, that Joe Rogan, dork ass Snake Boy. Yeah, I said we're doing yes, better than Joe yeah. Rogan. We're doing better than Snake Boy. Yeah. Better Joe than Joe Rogan. <laughs> we, I mean, we're one closing thing, in on so, more yeah, listens. Yeah. One thing we have that Snake Boy doesn't have is we have an award winning podcast. Um, so what's you the award? You can't prove we haven't won awards. Yeah, don't step can't. on Sneak. We have pa- we have so. more packs panels. That's for sure. Mm. That's true. We we yeah. have one of us has had a PAX panel uh, for our podcast, and one of us is not. So, oh god, it's got to be one of those spicy podcasts tonight, isn't it? Yeah, um, well, I'm, I'm not keeping the fucking peace tonight. That's for sure. Good. No, I don't. I don't believe in peace. No, I'm here to be. Here. I am here to be two things. What, <laughs> a fucking what are the, problem. What? Like, are you okay, Derek? Like, <laughs> are you on my level? Like, that I was when I was at John's house. Hell Derek, yeah! Buddy, hold up, hold up, man. You, you you seem out of it. You good, man? You want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? <laughs> I've had a hard day. Oh, really? You want to talk about it, Derek? Let's talk yeah. about it, man. Because you seem you seem kind of out of it. <laughs> like, you know, like you seem like something's like in about five energy. minutes. Derek's just gonna float out of his chair like that. <laughs> That Mario GIF or the Winnie the Pooh one where he just floats away. For fucking Kingdom Hearts for Pooh's soul, like fucking yeah. leaves his body. Yeah. Like I'm, the doing, I'm doing just fine. This is this is normal. How are you? <laughs> how how is how are any of us? Ask me I, I would say, you know what, we should we should revisit how we're all doing in twenty twenty three, but every year seems to get successively Oh, you worse. don't get it. I'm not I don't plan so, on making it to twenty twenty three. I'm getting to twenty twenty uh two and three hundred and fifty four days and I'm climbing into a freezer and <laughs> staying there. All right, well, Walt Disney chill the no, fuck <laughs> I'm so glad I hadn't had a drink before you said that. <laughs> Derek is Derek is having one of those nights. Uh, Derek, I can already see that. Yeah, um, call years. me the Eagles because I am having one of these nights. I uh, but I I cannot Ooh. express how much I missed being on the show with you guys during my COVID escapade. Yeah, you were uh, um, you were uh, I think yeah, legally I missed you dead for two weeks. Yeah, it was uh, it was not fucking fun. It was not it was very not chill at all. Uh I woke up one morning well, with cuz you had 100... a fucking fever of 103, so of course 103.2. 103.2. Like I oh, was a dick wave. I was I'm so sick ass... of the talk of like mild symptoms cuz this is what clinically these are mild symptoms, but it's so misleading when they keep saying like, "Oh, most people have mild symptoms." It's like, no, most people will fucking die for two weeks. Yeah, yeah like I, I literally was an ass her away from like, okay, I <laughs> need to go it? to the dying, ER. Dying like, for two weeks is mild compared to 
being yeah. dead forever, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. I, if you have I a fever was... of 103, you're hallucinating for un- for 48 no, hours straight no, every dude, night. I was straight hallucinating. <laughs> like, I, I looked at my Switch and the fucking Pixel remasters were on there. Like, I was, dude, I was dude, the last time, the last time I had <laughs> like, the flu, the flu when I came back from PAX. You enjoyed um, the Witcher 3's combat? Like, I, oh, enjoyed, no. I was like, man, the Witcher 3's fucking got amazing combat. Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was saying. Dude, the like, last time I, I had the flu and, and had like 103 degree fever, which was right before I came to PAX, um... It would have been a couple months earlier than that because that was the second time. Yes. Anyway, uh, I was so out of it every night that I was hallucinating things like being tied down and held down and repaired by tiny gnomes. That sounds badass, actually. That's actually no, kind of yeah, lit. It's a liminal space between hell and purgatory. I actually I was hallucinating so hard that first night. I like I I swear to God I had a vision of Finn just sauntering into my room, hiking his shorts up. Oh my god! <laughs> fucking see that music playing. Like I was I was I don't know Kirby Bayonetta. I was. Oh my god! This fucking you you motherfucker! I missed you guys. That's bottom line is you know the punchline is I missed you guys and I'm glad to be back. I'm I'm like ninety nine percent better. I'm glad um, you're I'm, not dying. I'm, I'm drinking alcohol, so I got to be better. Um, we have, when you're done with it. We have a few things to talk about tonight. Um, we're going to talk about Mario and, and his foray into the movies. We're going to talk about uh, people being pissed off about Peach with a halberd um, or a pike or, or whatever that, that melee weapon she's willing is. Um, we are going to talk well, about... You see, it's actually a vault and... Yep. We're going to talk about, I guess, from Soft Crunch. We're going to talk about Nintendo and Panda and Smash tournaments. But first, we are going to talk about what we've been playing this week. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll go first. I replayed Dino Crisis. Um, that's why you texted me that. What's that? Yeah. Which one? What was that, Brett? Oh, I said, it. yeah, I saw you fall through the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm playing a. Uh, I'm playing uh, a, a ROM of it on my Steam Deck, and every time you pause, like she just like like Regina just sinks into the floor endlessly. It's really weird. Um, but <laughs> but aside from that, it made a Dino Crisis. I I felt like replaying Dino Crisis, so I was having a good time doing that. And I also played. Uh, I'm playing Romancing Saga Minstrel Song Remastered. Thank you, Square, for the code. I did a stream of that a couple nights ago. It's a good time. It's a great looking PS2 era game. Um, and, uh, it's a much more, I mean, it's still very much a saga game, but, uh, it's a more, more of a traditional RPG than your standard. It's a, it's a PS2 game. It's a remastered PS2 game. Oh, don't tell me that. Give them to Jeremy. No, 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 no. I I love saga is not your thing. Oh man. Damn. CJ, CJ, don't do that. Like, I (laughs) Like I, I, I normally have to shill square here, but see, this game, this shit is not for you. It's not meant for you, CJ. You don't know yeah. nothing about this. You don't know nothing about Saga. <laughs> it's like it's it's like CJ walking in on a room full of guys playing JRPGs instead of playing poker, and they just kind of turn around like uh, like Dewey Cox. He's like, you don't know nothing about this. CJ. Oh yeah, the, yeah I want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know nothing about this, CJ. You don't want to know nothing about this. But no, that's that's what I got, Derek. Um, over this past week, well, I, I, I haven't been playing too much because I've been kind of busy in general anyway, but, um, 
Also, like we were waiting on maybe a review code that I don't think we ended up getting. No, uh, we didn't. You know, so but um so I, I kind of just played some Super Robot Wars. I know. Well, pff, whatever. It's fine. Um, I've been playing Super Robot Wars 30 again. Uh, I never ended up finishing it because they announced they were doing a bunch of DLC and all of it was going to get integrated to like the middle of the game. So I didn't want to do it twice anyway. Um, and it's just been comfortable, right? I've gone on about how much I love the Super Robot Wars games. It's a combination of the tactical RPGs I love and the stupid uh, giant robot anime that I'm a dummy fan of and thirties uh, good. And it's, it's, it's something that I can also see myself putting down, you know, tomorrow when several big releases come out and Callisto project comes out tomorrow. Callisto protocols out tomorrow. Or, or um, protocol. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight suns, I believe is out tomorrow A P- um, on PC. It's not on PC tomorrow. On PC. Fine. Right, right, right. Um, but like Super Robot Wars 30 is something I, I came back to. I've, I've been playing for a few days. And if I'm wherever I end up, I'm going to be pretty good to put it down for a while while I play some other games and then come back to it when I've burned through the new hotness. Derek, so, are, and are that, there there's really value in that in the game, right? Are there really 29 previous Super Robot Wars games? Oh, John, it's only called Super Robot Wars 30 because it's the 30th anniversary. Okay, there's like fifty know. something of these games. Like when, <laughs> okay, so it's actually so it's actually under they're actually underselling it's, it. It's it's okay. it's ridiculous. Yes, there's so many of these fucking games. Uh, CJ, what are you uh, what are you playing this week? Um, okay, CJ, by so, the way, is waiting on a big. We're we're getting a, a nice little review code here soon. Cool. So man, actually, because like I'm I'm doing my list of like real gem of a review code. Yeah. What what I've been what what is I've, I made a list of like stuff I've already played that I would put in my top ten and then the stuff I need to play right um so that's like that's in that bottom that bottom list um really quickly before I, I list the big stuff I've been playing because it's been two weeks since we've done like an official show um I I bought and I started playing Pokemon Scarlet which is my first mainline Pokemon game and I'm enjoying it a lot um I can I, the the visual like and the technical stuff unacceptable. It's it, it even really for the is. switch. Even well, for the like switch, it. it's not enough to like make me like not enjoy it because it, it 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 runs as well as like other things. Like the actual like frame rate is fine, except when you like turn the camera occasionally, it'll like jitter a bit. But other than that, I'm enjoying it. I like the open ended nature of it. I've already beat. I beat one gym. I beat one gang leader. Um, I've caught so my 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 goal in this game is just to catch a bunch of Pokemon because I like games that are about like hunting and like. Uh, marking down like uh, different things, right. so I, I've I've enjoyed that aspect. Um, it's good. I I put it down for some other stuff. Um, I finally finished Kirby and the Forgotten Land. What a great uh, fucking game, dude! Man, just a just it, a great. Twenty twenty two. I got two of my favorite like platforming franchises to like do something different with their like with their with their in, in with their formula. I love that game so much. Are you doing like, are, are you doing the additional endings and stuff like? No, no. The, I, uh, well, it, it was a copy from work, so I, I returned it as soon as I finished. Just like a prioritize this stuff. Um, there's a lot more. I have way more to go. I, it, it's funny. Like the only time I ever felt compelled to 100 a game was this one because I feel like a, this weird personal attack to those waddle d's and i'm like i gotta save them all those poor guys are trapped in these cages or like those ducks you gotta save yeah oh, man that hurt ah um but overall incredible i love that i like that it's just basically a 3d version of like superstar star allies um and some bo- the, the boss fights are like oh man and then the big big game i've been playing this week is um on tuesday i got my review code for need for speed unbound <laughs> and 
Holy shit, Criterion's back. I am so, so fucking happy um, to report that this game... I was just going to say, CJ, the review situation for that game is so weird. It's weird because, like, it, so initially, there, if you pre-order a specific version of the game, you get three days early access, which is normal for these kinds of games, right? Especially a big online focus game. Um, but then they seem to just kind of shadow drop it out of nowhere. Um, as far as embargo details go, I was I asked, like, oh, so what's the embargo situation for this when I got my code? And my editor told me most people got early access. Just talk about it. I'm like, all right. Um, so here I am talking about it. Um, it's great. I think um, it, if you played Need for Speed Heat, a lot of the, the 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 best ideas from that game were transferred over. A lot of the similar layout and progression were there, except they don't separate into two different campaigns for day and night. Um, now it kind of bleeds into one big game, but progress. But it's it's. I just got to the part where like the game starts. So, like you do a prologue, you're introduced to the story. The game starts. It's like a weekly schedule of things you have to do. So you go in, you go around, drive around the day avoid cops you know bank whatever you earn similar to heat then you go back out the night do the same thing come back that day's over then you got to prep for this big race at the end of the week um i'm like on the third day it's a hard game too hmm. to the point where i had to bump it down to like the easiest difficulty just to get through it for my review um because if you bump it down to easy you get more retries per race every week you only get a limited number of retries uh per race so it it, it kind of like um adds a lot of pressure um, other than that, it, it's good. The, it looks phenomenal. The actual aesthetics, the anime-esque, like comic book aesthetics are great. All the characters are cell shaded, um, look really stylish. But you get like these really hyper realistic looking cars too, which is like my favorite thing in the world, right? It's like this um, arcade racer that with like real cars. I can finally fit in a fucking Miata. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I'm trying. Like there's there's there, there, there's just so much. The act they and. Criterion brought some of like their burnout stuff in here. Like you can do driveaways now when you when you if you like get into a really nasty crash, you can just drive away from it and you'll you'll still be, you know, you'll 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 recoup whatever damage. It's 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 pretty interesting. I I still have a long way to go, but I. I'm just happy that um, one of my favorite that I, I don't have a favorite dev, right? But like if I were to put a list together, Criterion would be like in the top like three. I'm just happy they got their chance to finally flex a their muscles in a big game i'm gonna be bummed if this game eventually bombs and they'll be back to doing fucking support for shit like battlefield or or something that's that's sort of my my big fear but for now i think everyone's talking about it pretty like positively um a lot of people a lot of mutuals on twitter are enjoying it um so we'll see other than that i, I that's that's been it i've been i've been really busy and i'm still waiting on that other big review code where yeah we're getting yeah. which is also probably going to be like the biggest time sink of like <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be a bigger time sink than Elden Ring was, but um, I, that that fucking <laughs> you doubt our ability to waste time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Britt, what you been playing this week? Britt, you're muted. Yeah, yeah we can't, can't hear, hear you. It's out. <laughs> Britt's like, yeah, you are completely muted, Britt. You should click the unmute button. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, John. She's not <laughs> no, muted. She looks pissed. Because if she did, she'd have a she'd have a mute icon like this. 
She looked. I I know Derek. It's a joke. She looks it's a funny. joke, Derek. Hey Jeff, what Can you, you hear been me playing? now? Yes, yeah, there you are. There the you moment are. I try to <laughs> the moment <laughs> I try to move on to Jeff, Britt's like, I'm back, motherfucker. Don't take this away from me. Britt Brit has to interject on Jeff. She can't. <laughs> it's fine. No. I deserve it. No, you don't deserve it. Don't say that. Now you go. Jeff, oh wait, that, that, Jeff, that, that what you play? I apologize, man. You don't deserve that. Um. Uh, so I played a lot uh, of games recently, or a lot. I should say I spent a lot of time playing games. Um, I think we didn't have a podcast last week. Is that when we did our little stream for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Mad, Mad Libs. Yeah. That seems correct. Um, That's so, a game. You know, God, yeah, we've had Thanksgiving since. Yeah. So I hope everybody uh, ate. Um, at least so yeah, once. So, I mean, since our last show, I started and finished uh, God of War Ragnarok. Um, I don't... It's hard to talk about too much. I might have to save it for like if we eventually do a review discussion because I don't know like everything I would talk about is about the story and I just don't really know what I'm supposed to like. I don't know what's a spoiler and what isn't. Yeah. Um, I will say so I replayed the first game right before this one a few weeks ago. So it's really fresh in my mind and uh, I had a really mixed experience with Ragnarok and I like I haven't talked about it too much because I feel like everyone's really enjoying it and I don't want to be the the person like kind of being the buzzkill. I think like it's an incre- I think it's a very very good game, but I didn't have a good experience with it. Uh, so like, it's one of those things where like I can't tell what's the game and what's me. Um, I I thought the start was a little bit slow. The first section I I talked about. It, I think I had just gotten very early on in the last podcast. Um, and I said it was uh it, it felt like a little bit thin. Uh, but that definitely wasn't the case later in the game. Like a lot of shit happens, but I think the um. Uh, I think the pacing is not as good at 2018. There, there's long sections where not much happens or the dialogue feels very repetitive sometimes. Like they're kind of repeating the same things and topics um, just to kind of have something. And, that, and that's the thing about the game uh, that I found where I've not, I'm not one of these people to complain that like Sony games, people don't shut up because I don't care. I like dialogue, but it felt like there was never a moment in the game where I just had quiet to kind of process everything that happened and it only got worse um, as I got further into the game. And I, especially in the second half, uh, it was almost like my brain fell out of sync with it where um, and, and the gameplay is whatever. Like, I don't care about the level design. I'm not here for the gameplay. It's fine. Like, I, I'm here for the story, right? I don't care about that stuff in games. Uh, I just mash R1 the whole time. Um, I did find uh, I, I think the problem I had was it was sensory overload. Uh, by the time I unlocked the sixth or seventh skill tree, my brain had just so far tuned out of trying to remember which buttons do which. There's different characters, different companions, and then different button modifiers for everything. And that's like, it's good depth for people who want it. Um, And the game, the accessibility options are good enough. You don't need to know it. Um, But I think I was fine with that. But then the same thing started happening with the story, uh, where I felt like it was just one thing. Some weird pacing sometimes. It's got, it does, but it was just so much. And so much of it's delivered while you're climbing or while you're fighting and stuff like that. And I've talked about it before. If I'm like focusing on fighting enemies, I'm not hearing anything or reading anything. Uh, so I might have been missing some pieces, but I also think um, some stuff just wasn't clearly explained. I had trouble with some character motivations. Like there was a lot of points where I didn't really know what my objective is because there's so much going on. Where the first game, it's a very straightforward climbing the mountain to carry the ashes. A couple things happen, but there's so many characters in this. And and I sound really negative, and I, I like it's not like I obviously enjoyed it. Like I played through the whole thing in two weeks. Um, but when I got to the ending, I think just all the big emotional moments didn't really hit because my brain was still trying to catch up and I was still trying to understand what the hell is happening. Like, where am I? 
Uh, and I, I, I can't go in. It's really hard. Like I, I can't really explain it um, without going into spoilers, but uh, it's, it's, it left me a little We've bit. We've almost hit a month. So I would, I would give it at least until next yeah. week. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm just never, I'm never going to talk about big story details on the podcast. I'll talk about it in the review discussion, but, um, yeah. and I need some time to process it. I think, uh, like I asked some questions after I finished it, a lot of people answered. I think if I replayed it in three, in a few years, when, um, fresh without, uh, you know, with knowing what I know now. And um, it's the same thing when I watch movies, sometimes things are a little bit clearer the second time around. I think I would enjoy it a lot more, but uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a bummer. I, I really, I was on board um, for the most of the middle part of the game and the end uh, was just, uh, it was just a lot. There was just, it's a very dense game. I think uh, someone on the discord described it that way. Yeah. And um, yeah, but uh, I mean, either way, it's a, so it's a good game. And uh, I've also, since I finished that, I've been playing a lot of Harvestella, and man, that game is good. That game is the, it's the opposite God of War. It is not very dense. There's not a lot going. See, Jeff, I fucking (laughs) told you this was your shit. There's there's not a lot going on in this game. Am I going to like Harvestella? (laughs) Uh, I don't know your tastes well enough, Derek, to to say. I I don't know. Um, I've kept it confusing. That's a win. (laughs) Jeff, I like garbage and wasting my money. Am I going to like, am I going to like Harvestella? (laughs) Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's just it's all about the vibes. Like I talked about that before. It's just pleasant and I talked about that on the review Brit and I did. It's just pleasant to hang out there. So like the quests are like not deep. The dialogue is not deep. The characters are not deep, but it's very simple. It's very easy to just play 30 or 60 minutes at a time. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of system there, but I, I am like I just finished uh the first big chapter in the game and I talked about it before where like it felt like there wasn't much to the systems, but definitely they have very deliberately paced how you unlock stuff. Um, There's a lot of farming elements that I think that's probably going to be the end game is the actual farming. I've gave up trying to sell crops and stuff. Um, Just doing quests is the easiest way to make money. But um, yeah, it's, it's a super cute, charming game. I paid $85 with it after tax. I don't know if it's worth that much, I mean, if, if you got lots of money power to you, but I, I definitely think if anyone likes like the aesthetic and, and thinks it looks cute from the trailers, um, you know, definitely keep an eye out for a sale. I think it's worth a shot. So, um, I wanted to expound on some, I wanted to kind of bounce off what Jeff was saying earlier and also kind of build on something that our friend Nick was saying in chat, which is, you know, I, it, you know, and I'm, I'm glad this was mentioned because I, I had wanted to talk about it real, real quick. And then, in my COVID haze, I had kind of forgotten about this shit, but um, as somebody who finished Ragnarok, um, I liked it. I, 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 I feel like, I feel like it could have been 10 hours shorter. Um, I just, I just, I just feel like it was too long. I feel like it was too long. Um, and I, I don't think from a, like a mechanic standpoint, it fundamentally did enough to evolve the formula from God of War. That being said, it, it has the absolute best characterization of any God of War character out of the entire franchise. Um, and without getting into spoilers, the standouts for me were obviously Kratos, but also Thor, the evolution of his character. Um, and, uh, yeah, I knew Brit would approve. Um, but Thor and it's big boy uh, season. He he Thor. At, there is more. There is more to Thor. There is more to Thor than there was 
let's just say that the, I didn't that, realize this is going to become a God of War review podcast. Well, Shit. I just you know like I hadn't really had a chance <laughs> to talk about it to be honest. Yeah, with you. that's um, true. That's fair. Th- there is more to Thor than you than than the trailers would 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 have you believe. Um, it's it's cool to see yeah how much broader of a character he is like. I, I really liked, I think I'd echo a lot of Jeff's criticisms, maybe like not quite as harsh. Cause like broadly, I liked my time with the story. I thought the pacing was all over the fucking place. And I would I spend agree. too long of sections of, of plot where we were like kind of going over the same course. Now I got, that meant I got more time to just have these characters interact, which is, I think part of where the writing is. It's best. Like you just want to hear some of these conversations between you know, uh, Kratos and, and Mimir, uh, you know, and, and with, you know, Brock and Sindri and, and so forth. Any yeah. of these characters that come they, along with like you. Brock and Sindri were actually like oh. some of my favorite character moments, especially can't since spell Brock yeah. without bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I will say like, there are sections of the game. Like I'm thinking particularly about the, 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 the stretch with anger Boda that just went on way too long. Oh yeah. Um, I agree with that part. Like, like, let's go collect things for five hours. Hour, yeah, it's like, she's so on, cute. Like, she's they, one of my favorite characters. They needed more, more time with her, but, like, you could find other ways to do that. It's just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of games now, like, they want to drip feed you so much exposition in the middle of gameplay and without it being... Because it's just like, all right, well, we'll walk for a few minutes and we're just going to dump all this fucking you know garbage on you right like and i feel like like that's the right. problem with a lot of like the the the, the, the major first party sony games where it's just like all right it's climb and in that climbing i'm going to explain my all my motivation <laughs> here's a textbook <laughs> here's a fucking textbook i'm de- you know what i'm saying and all this stuff i mean i like a lot of these games but i'll admit it i'll admit it well and it's, it's like again i'm only like six hours in and i talked about like i i think i'm like the most mixed on between all of us but like i the best moments were the side stuff where it was just Mimir kind of talking about like his guilt over everything. And then, and, and then after that, everything else just felt like I was being ham fisted. Some of the most like no, no person talks like this. No person just sits there and tells right. me all yeah. the like, conf- confesses all this horrible stuff to me while I'm just trying to pick berries or fucking find like gold. Some you know what I'm saying? Like it, it feels like the most <laughs> video gamey way to like deliver story you know i'm saying deliver story maybe that's why i avoid like games with like story i don't know well so i i feel like we we've probably um wait hold up brit what have you been playing oh britney oh i thought brit had already gone brit please what have you what have you been playing this week first you try to fucking mansplain me about my microphone <laughs> and then you just casually dismiss me like i'm yeah. not even here yeah. the microphone Goal. thing was a joke Goal. i know it was Goal. a no. joke see that like it i can sound ass. mad and angry but i'm i'm really it not. is ass. Uh, Yo, so, he said he's um, an ally. Go, go for him. Go for him. Go, go. It's fine. He said he was I've, an ally. Go. <laughs> I've been playing um, God of War. Um, I'm doing endgame stuff right now. I've kind of fizzled out of it because I've been doing the Berserker King, and I'm just not good at it. Like, I was doing so good. I was taking one to two tries and all the Berserkers, and then I got to the King, and I'm just getting my ass whooped. So I'm kind of taking a little break. Because I got burnt out. Um, but those the new Valkyries, like the new, like... yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I've been playing Fortnite to try to get the Gwen skin before tomorrow. <laughs> and I went from level thirty to ninety six in like two days. So I've been spamming out uh Fortnite and what else? A little bit of Overwatch. 
Um, oh shit, I forgot about Overwatch. What? I said, what? oh shit, I forgot about Overwatch. Look, it was weird. You said like, oh shit, and then, and then like, completely yeah. cut out. Oh, See, I, am I, I the I like, am I the only one good at keeping up with the multiplayer game he chose this year? <laughs> I've, been, I've been putting in the work playing Modern Warfare Two every single day. Come you don't on, even people. like that fucking game. Oh, I love Modern Warfare Two, baby! It's the greatest game of the year. <laughs> it's the it's the base he doesn't like. But um, yeah, just just real quick on God of War, uh, because um. I let y'all talk about it, and I didn't want to interrupt because I knew my turn was coming, or so I thought, John. Man, whatever. Um, <laughs> letting him. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Fine, that's fine. Fucking, I can take he, it. He's I'm letting the podcast shit. numbers on Goodness. Spotify get twisted. You got to bring them down. You got to bring them. Down. I'll be really quick though, because I know we have uh, important topics to talk about. But it was, uh, for me, one of the best games I've played in a long time, and um. You know, the combat didn't change, um, but I don't really think it needed to because the first first kind of like solidified that they added a new thing to it. But I think it was like I, I do feel it's a little too much. There's like a lot going on. And I feel like in order to. I guess at the point where I'm at really like do good in the game, you probably have to master all those things. And I don't really I just kind of swing and hope for the best um like i don't really plan out my moves like i'm really bad with the like okay press r or r1 two three times and then press r2 for a follow-up like i'm really bad at that shit um but it was it was just a very cathartic game for me i really connected with it i really enjoyed it um it made me like I posted this on Twitter, but I said it, it's made me like it's been the best distraction and it's made me like the happiest I've been in a long time, um, especially um, with how they handle Freya. I fucking loved that. I loved her scene at the um, very end of the game. Um, and I just in, in Thor. Oh, my God. I fucking loved Thor. Like the the, the new addition of the characters were so good um i loved sif the way you love thor i i mean i love them both the way i love both um <laughs> but yeah i just really i really loved it i am excited for the next one and i just i really just want to give a shout out to the voice actors um and motion mm. captures because it yeah. was just it was phenomenal chris judges um kratos is some of the best voice acting I think I've heard in any video game. Um, the Atreus voice actor, he's, I mean, he was just a kid when he started the series and he's really good at delivering his lines and everything. Yep. So um, it's just really, it's a very immersing game for me and I loved it and I would, I just loved getting lost in it. So I'll talk about the rest on the, the after hours. So, uh, so what is our first big topic tonight? What, what, what did you guys want to tackle? Do you want to talk about Nintendo and Panda, Derek, or do you want to talk about? Yeah, um, let's go ahead and hit that one first. Why don't you kick that off, Derek? Because you, you, this is like your wheelhouse, man. Like you, uh, I. Here's the sad thing: is I have fucking uh, Smash Community PTSD, and I don't want it to be my wheelhouse. Um, 
Anyway, so the long and short of it is got to be the greatest game with the absolute worst community. The uh, the the Smash World Tour. I don't I don't even want to get into it. Um, <laughs> the Smash World Tour, uh, which is a large circuit of tournaments, uh, had to was it, it, they put out a statement recently that they were being forced by Nintendo to shut down. Uh, presumably, Nintendo sent them a a cease and desist. You know, hey, look, you were trying to run events and make money off of our video game. It's foggy legal room as to whether or not they can do it. But like if you're running a series of game tournaments, like do you really have the money to even try to stand up in court with Nintendo? No. So effectively, they they basically just get to threaten you out of that space. Um, But they not only claimed that. uh excuse me, not claimed, they not only explained that Nintendo had forced them to cancel all these tournaments, which was going to cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, there were tons of people who, like, planned their travel around going to tournaments to qualify for this circuit. So, like, their plans were interrupted. Um, but that a lot of this potentially was orchestrated by Panda Global, who is the, correct me if I'm wrong, only major licensed tournament circuit that Nintendo is actually affiliated with. So well this gets weird if you're not like a fighting game person, right? Because most esports, if they're shooters, are embraced by the companies who make the games. Right? Like yeah. Overwatch has Overwatch League. Like if you're playing like like Call of Duty, like Activision wants esports. Right, but the right. fighting fighting games are weird, hmm. and it's only kind of recently that fighting game publishers have really embraced being involved with their community. But could it be a a, a, a Japanese thing specifically? Or could I, it be just on like a, a on a like upper upper corporate level? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, but like the. Y- y'all derailed me. I'm trying to remember where I was at in my explanation. Sorry. You were talking about what Panda is. And Thank you. Yeah, yeah so, that's right. And I, Panda, I know Panda Global is a really well-known uh, tournament organizing group. Uh, they've been in the game for a long time. Mm. Um, but they've there's a lot of people been coming out with stories of their kind of shady conduct. Nintendo, I, I'm back on the track. I remember where I was. Cap companies like Capcom now embrace the fighting game community to the point that you have like the Capcom Pro Tour, right? Where like they're hosting the tournaments, they have these huge pot buy-ins that they put the money into because they understand that the the popularity of that enthusiast and esports crowd builds the games up to the point that everybody's willing to buy them. Um Nintendo is like 10, 15 years behind a lot of these fi- companies like Capcom when it comes to the embracing of any kind of professional community. Um, Nintendo did just in the last year or two open up to allowing tournament organizers to like get their series officially licensed so that, you know, the, the, the Smash World Tour would have been like a Nintendo sponsored series of events. But as you can probably guess, the actual qualifications and the process with Nintendo is lengthy. It is not very transparent, mm. and there's no clear reasons why 
you know, anybody would get approved. I think that's why Panda Global right now is the only one approved. But I've seen a couple TOs come out with allegations that Panda Global has basically done the like, well, you should, you know, sign your events on with us or partner with us because like it would sure suck if, you know, something like that happened to, you know, cause you to not get, uh, you know, approved in the future was very, very sketchy, very like racket kind of deal. Um, Derek, Derek, I've, I've, I've got a question about all this. Didn't, didn't they say that Nintendo was, had like completely blessed off on this? Like, didn't they say that Nintendo was like, no, we, we, we talk with Nintendo. They're cool. Um, we're running our smash tournament. Um, they were, they were in talks, right? They, they, they were, they had, they had had a bit of a run in with Nintendo. Nintendo had had come and said like, Hey, you know, we really need y'all to be like, to go through like our affiliate process and become an officially licensed series. If you want to keep operating at the level that you're operating. Uh, and they, had every intention of going through the process. Um, these tournament organizers were trying to go through the process, but I mean, it's been months and months and months and there's been no feedback and, you know, again, no clear cut communication on what it is that they still needed to do, you know, what even the qualifications would have been in the first place. And then just kind of last minute intended and went, nah, nah, this isn't going to work. Shut down all your tournaments. So, Okay. Sorry, I got distracted. Brittany, Britt sent me a Britt sent me a tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over here trying I'm to enjoy shit. reading that one later. I'm sure. You're <laughs> oh. supposed to spill my secrets on on stream, Joan. <laughs> the hey, long and the short of it. Talking is... about the tweet, I'm just saying you sent me the tweet. Yeah. Anyway, Derek, please continue. Sorry, the I got long distracted. and the short of it is that <laughs> while companies like Capcom embrace and and even financially support the esports that have popped up around their games. Nintendo is incredibly inflexible with the existing tournament structure. Uh, I mean, it's not until I'm not as familiar with the history of Pokemon, but like Pokemon, right? Big Pokemon tournaments. You got to be part of the VGC. You got to go through them. Otherwise Oof. they shut you down. Um, <coughs> and they kind of want smash to work the same way. Once you get above like a little local regional, you know, once you start getting up there, they want you to be either in Nintendo or out of it. So this is a very weird and aggressive way to do things to shut down tournaments of games. Like, right. Like like, on a base level, notorious for this shit though. Like, like, and like, I, I don't agree with shutting the tournament down. But at the same time, like, you know, the way Nintendo is and you're going to call it the suit, you know, like the Smash Brothers tournament. Like, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's weird because this hasn't really been happening up until this point with like Smash tournaments in the way that Nintendo has always been out for like fan games or improper use of their merchandise or, or, or like logos and stuff. Um so I think that's what's weird is it does feel like an escalation kind of. Um, and it's an escalation that it's hard to delineate. Like you want to enforce it at what level, right? Like at what point are you too big? Because I ran, I helped run one of the largest, uh, well, it was, it was Kentucky's biggest uh, fighting game tournament organization for Smash Brothers. And like, at what point would that have gotten too big? You could say that Derek was the king of Kentucky Smash. No, he absolutely was- not. 
Not even a little bit. Please do not. Don't put me. Don't put me, John. Don't put me back in there with them. Noted Smash promoter. Don't Derek put Van me Dyke. back in there with them. I can't go back. Who, who did you main, Derek? That's what I want to know. Actually, yeah. Who is your Smash Mostly man? Mostly Ike. Um, oh fuck yeah. Ah uh, no, fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Gotta be Samus. Hell yeah. I'm a Samus. Hell man. Yeah. Off board. But like Young but, Link, baby. <laughs> but. It it sucks ass that a lot of people worked their asses off organizing a series of tournaments, which yeah, is a thing that has that... been fine up until now, right? Um, and and now these and I gotta tell you, tos do a lot of work for like no fucking money for what goes into it. These are not exactly well paid people. By the time they've cashed out the the hours they put into into running these events, um, but. Like not only they had a lot of money, you've got a lot of competitive people for whom this is their passion who have lost out on their entire plans for how they were, you know, going to compete for the year and make money for the year. Um, Sucks. That's what being understand. a TO was my Grenada. Thank you, John. <laughs> That's good. Um, I, I think that one thing I just want to say real quick that people don't understand about like when things like these get canceled or interfered feared with. It's not like people just can't play video games. It's like people do this shit professionally for a living. Like they depend on like certain amount of incomes or like to at least they expect some kind of income to come in from going right. to it. Right. Yeah. It's just like competing in any other uh, league or sport or whatever. Um and I feel bad for these people, you know, like I feel bad that their livelihood is being fucked around with like this. It's it's not OK. Yeah. When, and but, like this isn't coming back. Right. Like we don't ex we don't expect this thing to survive now. Right. Like now that Nintendo no. is kind of. No, absolutely not. And I mean, if, if the if the T.O.'s even I can bet most of them probably wouldn't even want to continue organizing tournaments after this, because why would you take that risk of, of trying again when you've been through that? I mean, it's that or they just switch to full blown FGC because, you know, Capcom, Bandai Namco are, are different. You know, this probably explains why Smash isn't at Evo or wasn't. At yeah. Evo. You know, I think a lot of us assumed that it was because Sony had bought Evo, but in retrospect, it's probably just Nintendo not wanting to play ball. That's yeah. sucked, man. Like, it's I mean, that's, Nintendo that's 100% Nintendo, though. This is kind of where I think it was Jeff earlier bringing up, like, is it is it like these companies, you know, being it's because of the the old, crusty, octogenarian Japanese men who are the boards of directors, you know, who decide everything, but don't understand, you know, the way that the business works at this level, the way that like customer engagement works that. You know, they're stuck in 20 year old rules. So, I mean, where do, so like, what's the way forward here, Derek? Like, like, like what, 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 if any, look at what Capcom's doing have, like, and then get there now or just stop interfering at all, right? Like, that's not going to happen. It's there's no Nintendo, need for dude. Nintendo like, to, to do that. Nintendo's incredible because they're like, they have to be one of the most backwards ass companies when it comes to like it, easy They're like to make Disney, money. but shitty. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, it's just like the biggest fucking like fighting game, I would say. Like, you you, you can't get bigger than, than Smash and Smash. the multiplayer. Like, it's just, it's crazy that they're oh, so. Like, professional bag fumblers, man. Come on. Like, in the, <laughs> straight up. 
Straight up. Look. Oh. What is it? They won't release yeah. fucking ROMs on their fucking con like the easiest fucking ROMs yeah. they own on their fucking They don't fucking want you consoles. to have it either. They yeah. exactly. They'll fucking hunt you down if you put like Mario on your fucking kid's gravestone. The <laughs> fucking um Why they, would they you put Mario. I don't know. On anyway, the but this tournament stuff shit. seems like the weird. <laughs> I'm fucking drunk. Anyway, the, the 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 Smash stuff seems like the most the weirdest, right? It seems like the easiest way. Look, this there's this community of like people who want to play your game. They're paying your they're paying lip service to your fucking game that's still selling, right? I don't yeah. get why you can't let them do your thing and you reap all these benefits. What's the most? These fighting game players aren't going to make that much money. They're not going to infringe on whatever you're, you're on your game, right? Same thing with the organizers. Same they don't thing with care. Everyone. They want all the money. This is a lesson that don't go on sale. This for is a like, lesson that's yeah. So many of these companies have 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 been through by now, and the problem is that Nintendo. I love them. I love their games. I shouldn't say oh, I love too. them. Never love a company, but I love a lot of the the designers who work at Nintendo. Those creative teams. I love the games that they create, but. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's speaking so, of Nintendo. Well, let's so <laughs> I was save suggest, that for the end. Let's move on to let's talk about Mario, and then let's talk about the Final Fantasy 16 rating because I because we we've got to we 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 got to we got to fit that in there. I'm not gonna I'm um, not gonna say my John joke that I said. invent a topic partway through the podcast. No, we we, we mentioned it. No, you know what? No, yeah. we, mentioned it. we mentioned it in the group chat. All right, um, I'm not look. I don't control the guardrails tonight. Um. Just here, vibing. so the, you're pooing. Uh, <laughs> you're Winnie the Pooin. <laughs> That's a totally the, different thing. And I am wearing pants. Thank you very much. The the second uh, Super Mario Brothers movie trailer dropped the other day. Um. So, all right, like so. One, I find it incredible. So I don't know if you guys saw this tweet, but some. Some right wing incel, some some chud. Stop, John! I no, can't. No, 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 no. We can't Hold have on. the beginning of a topic no, for no, the no, show. No. Start with it's start with John going. Movie. I don't know if you saw no. this tweet, but no, 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 there's no. this right wing. Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> this guy the was most John this guy, sentence anyone could create. Hold on! Hold on! The, because this guy not. <laughs> This guy tweeted out a picture of Rainbow Road from the trailer and was like, I can't believe they went woke. And it's like, dude, it's, it's a fucking Mario. It's actually really funny. It, no, it's like, no, wait, no, okay, what? Like, okay. like, wait, hold on a minute. Like, I'm, I'm just picturing, I'm okay, picturing so someone what, in the theater sitting down to watch the movie. While he's and, finding that, let me, let me just go ahead and kick us off here. So, all right. the Mario trailer came out and it specifically, like, so the last trailer, we got Bowser, we got Mario, we got Toad, um, a lot of Bowser, which is great because he's looks like he's going to be one of the best characters. And then in this trailer, we got a little bit more of... We got a little bit more insight of what the movie is going to be. So we got to look at Peach. We got to look at more Toads. Um, we got some Luigi interaction. Um, and it looks fine, right? <laughs> Luigi like, interaction is the name of my ska band. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck Can up, Can you Derek. shut the fuck up, Derek? Can you just, you just got roll Luigi. yourself back? Take a minute. Continue, Britt. Continue. I never like no no no. I never take the reins on conversations, and I finally <laughs> did the first time. And Derek's like, look at my band. You forgot to mention Donkey Kong, but all right. Derek oh yeah, mentioned. Donkey Kong was there. Yeah, do but you didn't hear him. 
That that's the the, the piece everybody um, was looking You for. saw him. You saw my boy. That's all that mattered. You saw my all boy right. slapping the shit out of Chris Pratt. That's all we need. Well, um, Princess Peach was a big highlight of this trailer. Uh, bless us, bless Nintendo for giving us that content, that sweet, sweet capital C content. Um, and she kind of looked like she knew what she was doing and she looked like she was going to be more of a main character than Mario. It looks like Mario was kind of her support character. And um, people didn't like that, but not only did they not like that, they didn't like the fact that she um, was a fighter and kind of stood up from herself, specifically that she had a halberd or a pike. Yeah, or... A halberd. Like, she's ready to kill. Like... Right, and they're like, I've read so much stupid, like, I've tried to avoid it, and because I knew as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, people are going to be mad about that because she's not the damsel. Like, first, it's it's a one-second clip from a fucking trailer. We have no idea what's going to happen to Peach. a movie for babies. You guys got to relax. These people are going... First of right. all, CJ, and... you shut it's the a... fuck up, CJ. It's you a movie for, up. like, kids, but you, you know guys what? come you know what? You're Sorry, a fucking Brad, baby. I, You're a 100, baby. I guess? <laughs> Brit, I'm so, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, are we babies? Are you calling us babies or the people who are complaining? I no, we can enjoy the movie, no, no, no. but it is made for babies. It's literally made for baby. It is a, if like anyone is look sincerely posting about this movie, angry or have any strong right. feelings over a movie. No, just in general, like any strong feelings. You're posting about this movie like three times a day. I'll send you a four-hour video CJ, essay later. CJ, CJ keep <laughs> saying that. I, I'm sure. I'm sure people love hearing it. What? One hundred percent. Look, it's a movie for fucking. I went and saw the Sonic movie at a press screening. I was the oldest person there with no kids. I have all the fucking like the high ground on this. I know what it's like. You guys gotta relax, um, Brit. One hundred percent. I agree. Eagerly These awaiting, are, eagerly awaiting are, your 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 three thousand word essay about Avatar two when it comes out. Straight up. Hey, who, who said that? Who oh, said no. that? Who said that? Who said that? Who Eric? said that? There, that, Derek, that, was that, Derek. You, Derek? Yeah. that was yeah. you, bro. All right, we'll talk about way of the water like in two weeks. I'm oh man, don't get me started. I was at work right. today. Just I knew it. it. Go, Brit. Go, go, Brit. So, Please continue. What I'm annoyed about is the fact that people are saying that Peach is not girly enough, oh, and the way that they are describing her girliness is by fighting with a frying pan. Why would a frying pan make her more girly? Can anybody can anybody tell me why that would make her more girly? I don't system. want to. I'm okay, not thank going you. To. It's something. It's an implication that women deserve to be in the, or belong in the kitchen and should be making food. So that's why she deserves a frying pan. Uh, they're saying that she should have used her parasol instead because she she used that as a weapon. They're saying that she should have used her little fans that she has. Uh, because all of those things make you more girly, apparently. So what I need to do is just walk around with a fucking frying pan, apparently, because people aren't going to know that I'm girly unless I do that, right? Um, I've got some people you could hit with a frying pan that I would, I would appreciate if you Tom did that. Tom Jerry-ass weapon. Right. <laughs> frying pan's a like, top-tier weapon in PUBG, I'll tell you. when you. <laughs> anyway, so that's just my big complaint, is it's just like... <sighs> It's, I think they should. like CJ said. It's a it's a kids movie. First off, it really is, man. Like if you're this passionate about it, like, I don't know. Go fucking I mean, touch sure, grass. Sure, it's a sure it's a kids movie, but let's not forget she's walking around in her Mario Kart outfit carrying a fucking halberd. I guess like like she's got it. Like and I was gonna I make was a dragoon 11? joke before before Jeff did in chat. 
but like she's gonna fucking she's gonna fucking gore somebody it would be a it's good a kids Goddamn movie Halbert. but it has jack black charlie day and seth rogan uh, in of it. course yes and i'm sure and all the 11 year olds who are gonna go see it are, are hype man they're hyped to hear those names Listen, I'm, I'm sure of it as like to, to kind of bounce off what cj is saying like as many gripes as i have with chris pratt with you know just God, all that mainly chris I'm pratt sorry. let's just like, let's he, be right okay so as much as I don't like Chris Pratt as Mario. My son is so fucking excited to see this movie. That's all that he matters. Is so, like, he watched the trailers. He keeps asking when we're going to go see it. Like, he just turned six. This is like the highlight of his fucking year. He loves Mario. He wants to go see this movie. So at the end of the day, like, it doesn't that really matters. matter how, what matters. I feel about it. It's like, it's if he enjoys the movie, that's it. That's all that's going to matter. If you're above the age of 25 posting about this earnestly... Let's, let's right. reevaluate it. Yeah. CJ, do, do you want I my opinion? Hold up, hold yes, up. Wait, Jeff. Jeff. Yes, Jeff, give me your opinion. Let's go, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Hit the, me. Mo- the movie looks good. It looks fun. It, it, I didn't say it. I, like have, that. I have no attachment to, this, to the. I have no real attachment to the Mario characters. You know, those are games that I, I go around and I hop I around. I kind of do. I base my whole, you know. You, you, yeah, you yeah, I know. Around. But like for me, like I'm not big on like. It's like it looks. It looks awesome. Like I watched the trailer with with Christine, with my wife, and we we're like, "This looks fucking amazing." It looks amazing, and it looks Anya great. The Taylor animation's Joy good. Is it looks funny. Beach. Like yeah, like it just oh, looks yeah. like a good fun adventure. Um, and we lost our shit at the end with the reveal of the Mario Kart that it's like canon in the movie. Like maybe I should. Maybe everyone is expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. They're to put a fucking Mario Kart race in the movie, but of course they did. So. Jeff, no, no, yeah. you're 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 wrong. Like oh. I I will definitely watch this because one, I I fucking hate money. <laughs> So I'll fucking I'll gladly spend money to go see this movie. I'll go to the fancy theaters with the seats where they bring you food. Oh, dude, I'll go yeah, to the fucking to the, Dolby theater. The theater. Are you kidding? Get the movie tavern. Crisp, but, but like, 100%. like I, I, I'll I'll watch I'm this. Gonna, I love I love Mario. I think I'm gonna guys, I'm gonna fly to Texas and see the shit at the Alamo Draft House. But then, <laughs> like, like I, you I, got I, an I, Alamo Draft House near you, don't you? The you only, have an Alamo Draft House near you. John, what the fuck was I doing at your house? Right, I, I, I have no wedding. fucking idea. I have no fucking uh, idea. And, like, oh my hey, here's my thing. Okay, go ahead. John, go ahead. No, 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 no. no, no. I, go I, ahead. I, I've been, I've been an asshole. Go ahead, John. Please. You have not been an asshole. Um. <laughs> so here is here's where I'm at. Um. I think Chris Pratt sucks as Mario. I I didn't I I wasn't as enamored with Charlie Day in that trailer as Luigi I that I as I thought I would be. Um, it wasn't my idea of like what Luigi would be. As yeah, a Jack it Black just... as Bowser is a fucking revelation. <sighs> like, it's he's so good. He's just he's so, so good. he. They even like made him look like Jack Black, which is fucking wild. But it still looks like Bowser. Here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Um, I think because uh, it's one of the picture one of the, like you know the promo images that leak where mario and luigi standing in the middle of a street in brooklyn in new york and there's like normal people like normal ass looking people they're not that around. normal pauline's they're pretty in the fucking back- normal pauline's Com- in the background compared to the little like gremlin creatures that sure mario but that's and luigi new york are, city yeah, no, 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 it's New York. John they, thought we were going to get a live action. Okay, no, no, hold up, hold no, up. No, it's New York. There's a John, sign that says Brooklyn. That's well, what no, New Yorkers I mean, look like. No, <laughs> I mean, that so, it is so, aesthetically exactly the same as, as the way they approach New Donk City. But it's New York. It's not you New thought Donk you were going to get it's photorealistic ass live action. You were saying that made me laugh. New Donk. Here is what we're going to get. 
here is what we're gonna. Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna ha- Mario and Luigi are gonna be two normal ass looking humans who fall into a fucking manhole or some shit, and they're, and they're transported still normal to the ass looking on the no, other side because no, that's what, how they no, were No, that's not what fucking people. That is not what people in the background. Let me introduce you to like the concept no. of New Donk fucking city, Dude, John. It was New the city look like regular humans. So that's guys, remember the when point. I, okay, hold up, hold up. Remember a, a couple uh, seconds ago when I said, "Hey, if you're talking earnestly about this fucking movie <laughs> as an adult, you got to reevaluate no, your CJ, no, no, hold up, CJ, reevaluate matter, look, CJ. Look, look in yourself, John. Look deep in yourself. CJ. Is this what you want to do? CJ, I'm not saying to- it. I'm not saying it's a bad or good thing. I just think it's fucking weird. That's all. I'm Kids, not ready for fucking. I'm not ready. It's free. Just go fucking I'm touch not, that shit. I am not ready. I am not ready for just like a normal ass looking, like six foot two Mario walking around. But it's like, like it's he's just, not gonna look like that. He's gonna look yes, the he way will. he looks. Yes, no, he will. Man. No, guarantee you. Guarantee fucking to you. Guarantee you, he's gonna fall into a fucking manhole, and he's just gonna like turn into a, like a little, into like the little goblin-looking motherfucker that he is in the game. There's a, a like super. Are like, you serious about I, like this? Look, I, I, I don't know. Just All saying. I know is there's like a split second where Funky Kong appeared in like the Mario Kart segment. I thought that was sick. That, was he my, there? Was Funky yeah. Kong there? Damn, yeah. No shit. Boy. Can we talk about what a fucking badass I just love Kong the, looks like? Yeah. yeah. I I just love that. Like I watched the trailer. I was like. Wow, the Rainbow Road's cool, and Peach has a weapon. That's awesome. And John's here, like those humans in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that something's not right. He's, he's trying to analyze, like, okay, what if everyone in that in in that version you know, got affected by some nuclear waste that ha- you know, and then that's the movie. That's the- like they all like they all just shrunk. Like like everybody got stuck in the washing machine and got dried on on too high of a heat, and that's what happened to. <laughs> That's what happened to all the all the Mushroom Kingdom people. It's the washing machine from uh, Mario plus Rabbids, and then there. That's the. That's it the, reminds the... me. Uh, did Did you ever see that interview with um with uh, Bob Hoskins when he was talking about his experience? Oh yeah, where he where he found where, out yeah. when he realized yeah, it was a like, video game. He yeah, he's like he's lost like. It. Yeah, he, he had no idea it was a game. He's like, and then my son tells me, oh, yeah, no, it's the game. And I see this little guy jumping up and down, and I'm like. It's a terrible to, Bob Hoskins. Uh, whatever, I can't do Bob Hoskins. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I used to play King Lear. And it was just the most, it was just the darkest shit. It was just, it Meanwhile, was so fucking What is funny. it? Do you guys remember that, the, the interview that, or like the direct that Chris Pratt did where he talked about like uh, stomping on Goombas and, or Koopas, and it sounded like the worst slur you've ever heard come out of his mouth? Yeah. I think it was like the, when the first teaser came out, like Koopas, and he said it like you know with the fucking like hard A at the end of it, um, like that we, we got that. DJ. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, look, listen. My, my two cents on this: it looks fine. Go take Brit, go take your son. I hope he has the fucking best time. I hope he has one hundred percent time. I hope. I hope, I hope this best. shit is like all he talks about. I hope it's like. The sickest It'll be thing his in the world. For personality for like a good, day. good for him. Tell that little man he has all my respect. Hell yeah! Yeah, let's uh, not go that far. All right, <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about Final Fantasy 16's mature rating, um, because apparently Final Fantasy 16 is being rated mature for sex, drug use, and hate crimes. So basically, um, it's two I, it, things like, like every gamer like loves, and then one thing they can't have. Well, considering your, uh, there's not going to be any have? diversity in the game, Sex. then the hate crimes uh, in this game would be what aren't now? looking good. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to have the, it's the scene from The Sopranos where we're talking about anti-Italian discrimination. 
so i feel like i feel like the sex stuff was foreshadowed right because like there was a moment in the last trailer where those like you know two people like just kind of chilling naked in bed um, I don't know sex looks like john like, yeah like you know like i don't like everybody's everybody's making a big deal about it and I, i'm like okay like is it, the games I, have fucking sex in them like i, I mean, think i asked this in person but is this the first mainline numbered like final fantasy game to be rated m I, think I so. believe so. Because it was like the other what was the other one, the, the PSP when they got ported. Like the, uh, Final Fantasy 12 might be M. Um, I don't mean no. to derail it, but did you guys see the post? Uh, it, it was like uh, 16 will include hate crimes, drugs, prostitution. Uh, and someone was just like, wow, they're West putting the Limsa Aetherite Plaza into, into 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like what, what, so what I want, like, okay, like sex, fine, whatever. Like, what, who cares? It's sex the the hate crime shit i'm like oh i'm like okay exactly what does this fucking entail um well like uh, contextually that could mean so many different things right because like if you if it's this wild oh, that that's wait, actually, an entry on the on the on the tag but even and even then what 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 um what what country's rating system was this because if it's you know i'm saying different countries with different standards i think it was i think it was the united i think it was like north america like I don't think it's the ESRB. I don't think so. Would it be closer? Well, hold on. I'm going to actually pull it up because like within the context of Final Fantasy, like, you know, even though we we don't have to get into it, you know, 16 is obviously not, uh, you know, it's not striving too hard for for, um, you know, (laughs) diversity. But, uh, you know, there are nations fighting and, you know, simply a crime against someone because of their, their nationality, you know, regardless of color skin could be considered. A hate crime in the context of the game, in the context of Final Fantasy, because Final Fantasy has different races, different kingdoms, things like that, right? right. So, I mean, it's it's pretty open-ended in terms Someone of what it's against I mean, a chocobo. One, one oh, could yeah. also argue that given the lack of melanin in the game, it's already committed a hate crime. So One, one could argue so, that. So, here, so, yes, it is the first M-rated Final Fantasy game. Mainline. The, the, yeah, mainline game. The, the first M, M-rated mainline game. And that is due to Portugal. What they are saying for okay, then yeah. What what uh, this is, and so they're saying that these are being depicted realistically: sex scenes, intentional deaths, duh, torture scenes depicting Ooh. suffering, drug use, prostitution, sexual content that is shown. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm in. And and hate crimes. Oh hell yeah, bro. I mean that's Let's just Metal Gear Solid One. Like yeah, like, I, I, I was literally just thinking Metal Gear Solid when we was talking about the torture. I was. <laughs> Thinking about the snake in the- Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, ta-da. And, so, <laughs> and I, I just, just to point out, I'm quoting from the Kotaku article here. It's the first one that came up. It said, uh, it also says that last year, Square Enix updated the guidelines for Final Fantasy XIV, allowing its users to partake in consensual and private erotic role-playing so long as it was conducted in a private area. Oh, so this fuck? isn't So this isn't exactly like the first time. Only that- after they add the male Vieira, I point out. Yeah, like, although, and then the article goes on to say, granted, um, making love in Final Fantasy fourteen for the romantics out there basically involves getting your squats in while being uncomfortably close to your special friend. Uh, but that gives me a really interesting... Is that before picture. or after um, reaching level 60? Um, how the levels in the free show? <laughs> I mean, you know, look, 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 you know, you, you can't have sex in Final Fantasy fourteen until you get level 60, okay? <laughs> That's 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 a law. So you start paying. You do get to cop a titty at twenty five, though. So, <laughs> so this is 
so the hate crime stuff like you know Derek joking about how there's a lack of melanin in the game but this does harken back to last month when Yoshida had that really really let's face it inadequate let's say uh explanation as to why there was a lack of racial diversity in Final Fantasy 16, and he said, ultimately, we felt that while incorporating ethnic diversity into Valisthea was important, and over-incorporation into this single corner of a much larger world could end up causing a violation of those narrative boundaries we'd originally set for ourselves. What? Like, like I mean, I mean it's the kind like, of answer that could mean just, like, there's... I think that, this, that the way everyone is interpreting that is is probably likely to be correct, but I also would not be surprised if you find out that what he meant by that is that this core area of the world is portrayed to not have a whole lot of diversity uh, because of sociopolitical factors that would not have led it to exactly being the kind of place I, that occurs, whatever. Yeah. And you find out that maybe the rest of the world, that's normal. That's a super, super generous you know like, example. But I let me give like, them the benefit of the doubt really quickly, because like one of my worst like um, instances is people of uh, one race depicting the suffering of the people of another race. Right. So yeah. uh, everyone loves Knives Out, but I feel like that 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 movie mi really mishandled the the immigrant experience like in a really gross and disgusting way, and I hated it for it. So I think if you, like well, John, that quote that you pulled up, like it, I where he talked about like he, he didn't want to cross any narrative boundaries. I think I could kind of get behind that if it means like yeah, I don't know how to tell stories with certain uh, of of you know featuring certain races or certain um you know well so you know that's so where, where, i think like without, i don't want to i don't want to like target a specific and make it seem like i'm i'm kind of you know that's well, that's you, sort well, of I, no no like yeah. jeff go ahead please no, i was just oh, gonna no. say like um you know i'm not giving a pass for this game i don't know you know it, it sucks that there's not more representation and there's not really an excuse now but i think you know it comes to me i i do take into account context and you know um uh, i guess so you know, specifically with Yoshi P, you know, looking, I look back at what is he, you know, what else has his team worked on? And I look at 14, um, where, you know, very clearly they made an effort in that game to represent different cultures from around the world. Like in Endwalker, we got, um, you know, some South Asian rest representation, uh, you know, in terms of the art direction, the music, the influence, even the voice actors. Um, and then, you know, we got uh, East Asian re references in Stormblood. Like, they very clearly, that team has no aversion to mm -hmm. depicting diversity of culture um, and beliefs and things like that. So I think, you know, again, it doesn't, I don't, I won't, won't justify it for this game, but it, I look at that a little bit different than I look at like uh, Eastern or Western, Eastern European, European studio that has only made uh, games very specifically about white dudes, right? Like it's, yeah. It, I'll also it, throw right. in, I, I I don't think it's like any one person's responsibility to represent every single race, and, and most times it it comes mm -hmm. out a bit clumsy. That's that's always been my thing, where it's just like, yeah, you know, um, um, I I I sorry, I I I always thought like, look, if, if someone doesn't feel comfortable writing about like a different culture, they shouldn't have to. I don't I I whatever. Don't 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 even do it. Don't even attempt it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone gets pissed that Wes Anderson casts a lot of white people. Who who cares? He's white. Like it makes sense. It it makes sense. It's clumsy. Um, Scorsese doing the same thing. Who I wouldn't I, want so, him to. So I wouldn't. I I wouldn't want him to. Yoshi P. He, he's he's Japanese, right? Right. And and yeah. he and, and yes. it, 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 yeah, sure. It's weird. No, but I'm saying it's weird that he. Sure, it is weird that he's doing a lot of Eurocentric like fantasy stuff, right? 
but that's that's always been Final Fantasy's whole thing, right? It's always been like you know very European influenced, like fantasy stuff, like in the early games and now in this one. Sure, that's weird, but would I want him putting a Latino character in a game only for him to get fucking tortured? Like the M rating, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 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 CJ, what you said, like, and I'm not saying that this is like Yoshi P's rationalization behind it. Mm-hmm. But what you said made me think of what uh, Scorsese said when when he was asked, you know, hey, why don't you have a lot of people of color in your movies? Why don't why don't you have a lot of you know, for example, black people? who who were in your movies and he said well, it has nothing to do with prejudice he said those aren't he says he said those aren't my stories to tell 100%. he said i he, he said i can't he said i cannot accurately accurately depict that because that is not obviously not my life experience so i was like that it, what you said kind of made me think of that so like that's my thing now i could be completely wrong yoshi probably does not yeah. like he's not thinking of like he's not playing the chess that i'm playing he's not that justify. deep yeah and even that i don't know why the fuck i'm like going to bat for a game i probably won't play but it's just like it, 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 it's just me yeah no really john's gonna play a final fantasy game wow <laughs> what a f- <laughs> but I know. It, it's it's just it's just my sort of thing where it's like I, I I don't want to like jump on the throat of one person of color for not wanting to like tackle. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I don't think the the correct response. His, his his response was shit though. Like he didn't yeah. explain. I don't yeah. think he explained himself correctly. No, he didn't explain no. himself. One hundred percent. But mm-hmm. that like, and he, I don't know if that's like translated. No, that's how PR but, speak. Like I think it's like intentional. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's it's the most nothing statement that he could possibly give. Like, Correct. like mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's the com- nature of yeah. It's, it's the completely na- the wrong reaction to be frustrated with Yoshi P like that deeply over this, right? Because he was in a position where he had to give a non-answer, and like you said, like the context is this isn't like a group of, of fucking Polish dudes who have only made, made games about white dudes. This is a person of color from a largely Japan led studio at a J- Japanese publisher who has running a franchise. That's of Eurocentric fantasy, like, but has a history of doing, you know, giving that kind of representation of the cultures of the world in previous works. So it's, just, um, you know, before it's not I, I go further, how has there ever been an incredibly horrible, like racist caricature in any Final Fantasy? Game? Oh, bruh. Are you right. kidding me? <laughs> I, no, legit. I don't yeah. know. All I know is uh, Strangers of the Paradise. I want to apologize to all white people because that shit felt racist towards them. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit felt like. Uh, Wait, I don't know what you the fuck you're talking about, dude. That Jack shit, is. That shit, that shit set you guys back at least like a couple. So I apologize. Like, what no, dude, no. I you're 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 fucking you're crazy because Jack Jack is the most accurate depiction of someone like me that you could possibly like. Right. Chaos. That doesn't mean CJ's wrong though. <laughs> you get how that's worse. Thank you. No, that's I'm my just, thing. I'm, I'm just like, saying. Hey, you know what? Derek, Derek, let's you know CJ. Let's fucking face it. If you, me, Jeff, Britt, and Derek were like all meeting on a road, I'd be the guy who walked up and and was like and and said, "I'm on a mission to kill chaos," and hold my fist up. And the rest of you would be like, "Uh, all right, I'll, all right, buddy, go ahead. I'm I'm not like, staying. I'm not staying here for till sundown. I'm good." Like, like crystals I'm, vibrating is your crystal that, vibrating that's my too? thing so i, I it seems like no, Yoshi john would walk old... up and say what you know what this fucking right-wing insult chud said i printed out i printed out the tweet mario, about the mario movie wearing all flannel and like my, my thing i'm on is a mission so, to... <laughs> to, my, my thing is 
Yoshi P seems like he's on a better track than most of like the series in general, right? Because a lot of the yeah. series seems like it's still stuck in its like um it, dude, oh my god, look at Barrett from fucking Final Fantasy um seven. Like there come you on. go. I wasn't gonna say you're right, you're right. right, right, sorry. Now, right now Nick is like, I will absolutely look at Barrett from Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, you know what, Nick? Go for it, but I don't want to hear him talk because it's it's just horrifying. It is horrifyingly bad. But it, it's like sure 97 final fantasy 97 the year i was born final fantasy 7 comes out bad translation um japanese people trying to write black people in a way to make it oh, seem like he's no, like mr cj T. i'm sure it was bad. worse no, no. it I was know. worse before because but when the, the remake, demo go, go ahead no 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 go ahead, but like go ahead. the no. remake is still cringeworthy as fuck i don't my, barrett's not a bad character he's well written but his dialogue is horrible it so is horrible. i will so so the um the demo disc for the like back in like you know 1997 right um there was a demo disc for final fantasy 7 that like came out like you know back when square was it was like with tobal number one i think right mm -hmm. and if you thought the writing for for barrett was cringy in the game originally in the demo he was saying shit like Foo, like, like, yeah, like, 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 like Mr. T with no L at the end and an apostrophe. And he's no. like, what are you talking about, Foo? And I, I, I remember playing that. And I was like, what the when fuck? I, so I like, like, when, when you look at that, right? I, I think, and, and you guys, I, again, I haven't played 14, but you guys are telling me like the representation of a lot of different cultures are, is, is a little bit better. It really is. I, I think I can cut Yoshi P a little bit of um <laughs> the fucking faces you guys are making. I can cut Yoshi P a little bit um of slack right again yeah. his answer wasn't acceptable at all it's still some bullshit pr fucking nothing response yeah but i think he was putting a, first of all like brit mentioned could have been a translation thing too again it's 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 it's, it's weird sometimes with that um he was kind of yeah, putting so a like weird the position English language and the japanese language don't necessarily uh sync up like <laughs> jeff what the fuck did wait in the poo gif i'm sorry i'm sorry um so i will say this i think that interview if anything just proves that even with uh the successful implication of diversity in final fantasy 14 that Japan, Japan in general, still has a long way to go when it comes to diversity and um, recognizing people of color, um, and that's you know it's just because obviously Japanese people, um, but it it's still disappointing nonetheless. Uh, his response uh, because it was just air. Like there were there was like three pa three paragraphs long of. <laughs> three paragraphs long of uh you know him just explaining essentially the the universe that this game takes place in and it's just like this is the same goof up we've seen we've seen pr people fall into and I, like, and I will say this, like for years yeah i will so say like, you, you know, should have expected this and one, it's hard yeah. when you're like you're the only one representing this game right because he's, yeah. he's it, it's like you know you talk to a kojima or an ed boone or a todd howard or because they're like the ones kind of putting they're like the face of like whatever game you're making right right so that also ha again it, 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 the game could be fine Right. It could they could we could probably see a few people of color or whatever. We could probably right. see it's and, the and, and I think that's what's the note. He's not saying that they're not there just in this part of the country that the game takes place in. They are not present. Right. Like, that's what he said. He didn't say there are no there are not any people of color. He just said, I think right. people are going to be disappointed because <sighs> in this region of the game, people of color are 
present. Uh, but the way he said it is he was like, you know, yeah. this takes place in Europe. And, you know, it's just, you know, the same bullshit that people like people like us have learned that. Right. But not. I think not what, people I in think Japan. What you know, got me like, was like, again, I'm not I'm not defending what he's doing and I'm not saying what he did is is great by any means because it was a flop answer. And. Right. He should have had something better planned, but I don't think it's anything to hang Yoshi P or the gang the game over. I, I I think what frustrated me was when I saw people comparing comparing this situation with Final Fantasy 16 to like you know uh, CD Projekt Red's explanation. No, about, and I'm like, come on, guys, no, like the, no, this is nowhere bro. remotely the fucking like literal Nazis versus Yoshi P. Yeah, let's, like let's come relax. On, come on, guys, let's like, calm come down. on. Like let's let's calm down. Like the thing, you know, like there's it, a difference, right? Calm like, down. The, the the CD Projekt Red stuff in in every instance is is like a ba basically a sort of like proud ignorance of like a lot of things, right? I don't know. They they clearly didn't have any like sensitivity training before making any of their games. Yoshi P is at least self aware enough to answer a question in an interview. Right? I feel like if CD Projekt Red was asked that same exact question, it'd be like the absolute worst answer we'd ever hear, and it would probably, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, you know, kill and, me. And like way. again, it just goes to show you that other countries could learn, could benefit from more minority writers, uh, or people just in their industries yeah, out of that, the this country. <sighs> That's the thing, because then you don't have to have like, you know, someone writing uh, a life experience they don't understand. If you have them on your team, then it's easy. Which doesn't it's... help when Japan is historically a, a much more racially homogenous country yeah. than yeah. a lot of places. Like... What I was trying to say earlier, but I yeah. just I didn't have the good words. Je for Jeff, yeah. to your point, it, it, that's the thing. It's like, look, we could I could watch a bunch of movies with like or a bunch of like, what is it? Marvel has all these like people of color and like um, people of different sexual orientations. That's fine, I guess. It feels shallow because no one in the writer's room is like of any of these groups. You know what I'm saying? So ultimately, yeah. you're right. These experiences don't the the stories of these that that are being told don't matter necessarily because it feels like an empty gesture. You know what I'm saying? I would much rather you just tell whatever you want to tell, um, right. Without feeling the need to pander, unless you're gonna put your money where your mouth is and hire like someone who can actually tell the story uh, correctly. You know what I'm saying? Again, even my, one of my favorite games of all time, Mafia Three. That, that writer's room is like incredibly white. Yeah. incredibly white it, 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 incredible incredible like meditation on like race and like in, in politics of the 60s but it's it's a very white writer's room you know what i'm saying yeah so it's well, like, but like we could do it, better yeah <sighs> part of it to me is like like you're always expecting because there's going to be in in a, in a healthy world right you have the inclusion of you know, more minority groups, more along a spectrum of how they're included, right? Where you get stories that simply feature them and the story is not specifically about like the struggles of those people or something culturally unique to them where they are just part of a larger puzzle. Oh, yeah, like, but you also Mexican need stories. Needs to be a gang member in a fucking well, <laughs> and then And then you have, you would also have stories that are like very much by and and about specifically you know, said cultural group. But the problem is that the way things are set up now is it's like your standard is don't be seen at all or half the time if you're going to be seen, it's going to be, you know, fucking yep. Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's, right? Like, it's going to be, I wish Incredible. you simply weren't there. Incredible. So, cool. Thank you but so like, much. But like, ideally, <laughs> ideally, we would just, we would see that switch some, right? Fucking so like, Johnny Depp is Tonto. Because Final Fantasy is like, it's crazy to me because you could easily make 
a game like Final Fantasy 16 and and presumably have more visible NPCs and characters who just are like, you know, different races or whatever. And and that not be like a story that is about those cultural differences. There's nothing that there's nothing that requires you to just not have some people who look like some other folks and not get into it. So I think a good note to end this on is that I it's I think it was difficult to see Yoshi P go from something or, you know, Final Fantasy as a franchise to go from something that was so inclusive, like Final Fantasy 14 with its N Walker campaign. Um, Like Jeff was saying earlier, it's it's disappointing to see that much representation in that expansion and look forward to that in further Final Fantasy games, especially the one that Yoshi P, who's the director of Final Fantasy 14 and is now a director of 16. um, I think people were looking forward to the change in the the shift and change of a cast and hoping for something to kind of um, be different with this Final Fantasy and kind of rewrite like all the previous you know the like job stereotypes and casts that we've had before and you know if it falls flat it falls flat you know there's no excuse for that but you know i think it'll be a good lesson in the future um that there's there's room to grow and there's room to improve and there's room to put writers um minorities poc uh, on your team so you can avoid stuff like this you know like i I think ultimately that's what it comes down to hire minority writers hire pocs but like you can also just be kind of disappointed and be like "Eh, they could have done better at this and then move on because it's not like the front of the fight that has to be made which is people like you know what i mean 100 percent. because it's the companies like it's it's the cd projects that we have to really be you know fucking pitching fights at it's it's the hogwarts games that are the actual front and like Like, final fantasy 16 ain't that i will say that like the i'm I'm not going to tell uh, minorities and people of color how they should feel about a game not being inclusive towards them. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, it's not a big deal when it could be a big deal to people or yeah, you know, it, yeah. could be, it could be a deal breaker. I, to I guess them. I mean, like, like, obviously, like on an individual level, like everyone is, is going to feel how they're, they're going to feel. And like, there's a lot of room, you know. Right. Especially, I mean, like, so it, it's easy for me. It's on the Jeff, grand level. Yeah, as, it's is, easy for me and Jeff, I mean. for instance, as people who played Final Fantasy fourteen, to be like, okay, we've seen that he can't, we've seen what he can do, like, we know it can be better, right? Yeah. Where, but there's people that don't play Final Fantasy fourteen who see this statement and are like, mm, that's not, that's shitty, I don't like that, yeah. you know? Right. So. Yeah, I agree. I do like I want to shift the the topic real quick shift because I feel like grid. yeah yeah I feel like I have a fun question to oh, ask really yeah give me something fun for I, yeah, yeah we can minutes. we can end this on something fun for sure yeah. yeah um what games are you guys looking forward to the most in the next three months hmm i know i've said what what do you anticipate most for 2023 but i'm talking about like what like because there's 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 so we started in i would say like end of october early november with like just a flood of games right we had harvestella we had god of war we had pokemon we're gonna have um callisto protocol tomorrow we're gonna have midnight suns tomorrow we're gonna have crisis core on the 12th like 
I mean, Crisis Core is definitely one of them. Um, um, you said three months, so that, that would put us up until March, right? So right. then, like, for me, my two big... So, like, 2022 is kind of done with the exception of that one review code I'm waiting on. And also, like, I'm, I'm still playing Need for Speed. I'm done with 20... I, I got... I'm going to finish uh, Live Live. I'm going to try to finish God of War Ragnarok. I'm going to... And that's pretty much it doing my cleanup. Um, as far as, like, the next three months, I mean, um, Like a Dragon Ishin is, like, number one, probably. And then also, now, after finishing Kirby in the Forgotten Land, I'm getting that Return to Dreamland Deluxe Edition, baby. That's probably game. my most anticipated game. Because I never played the original one on Wii. So that's like that's that's it. Like those two games, are like my my picks, and they're both released in the same month. I think they're both in February, right? I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, John, go I, next. Mm, um, I mean, obviously, Crisis Core, but also Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Yes, that was going to be my two. Oh. Um, I'm I Brit. I am really fucking excited about this. I'm so um, I'm excited for Crisis Core, and I still got to fin- finish that fucking remake. <laughs> fucking <laughs> uh dragon quest treasures i'm always down for some more dragon quest uh octopath traveler 2 looks fucking outstanding um i I'm, i think it's going to be great to have persona 4 golden and and persona Ooh. 3 fes on oh switch god. And game um, Pass. oh my god i yeah, literally just bought like, royal on switch i'm gonna torture myself now <laughs> it is it, those it's about goddamn time we got those games uh goddamn on, time uh, available to like you know a, a wider wider audience um the thing is is that there are oh fucking dude fire emblem engage uh, man why are you taking mine i was like he, okay he's he's named no, like no, Derek, 30 Derek, games he would have said Derek. that just to fuck with you Derek, speak on it. Speak on it, Derek. That's what I want you to do I'm right now. I'm excited for the unannounced Sonic no. game that I just Derek, heard about right now. You can't, you can't pull a Derek. Only Derek can pull a Derek. <laughs> Derek, pull a Derek on Fire Emblem right now. Fire Emblem Engage. Look, y'all. Look, y'all. <laughs> I go through this cycle every time with a with a major Fire Emblem release. I go, okay, this is going to be fine, but like, I'm not going to follow it too closely. It's going to be like middle of my wanted list next year. And then we get like a couple months away and I accidentally see one of the, like my first actual clips of the game. And I get so stupidly hyped that I just want to look up everything about the game, every class, every weapon, every, everything about it, all the different characters I can recruit. I want all of it now, but I know if I do that, that it will spoil my experience of the game. So I can't. And then never I'm played a Fire Emblem game. Then I'm in oh, hell right. until Fire Emblem yeah, me either. comes I, out. I really Brit want to play three houses now that I own a Switch. Well, and the, the fucked up thing is, CJ, as thirsty as Brit is, I can't believe she hasn't played a Fire oh, Emblem Oh, Fire game. Emblem would destroy you. Like, like Brit. Dude, Fire Emblem would break right, you. So let me just go to Amazon. If you buy, quick, if you buy three houses, you're going to want to fuck the Pope. Like, wait, hold up. This oh, doesn't count. Yeah. But like, I'm excited for that Advanced Wars <laughs> remake. Wait, what? Clarify what you just that, said. Never. Clarify what you just said. What do you think I said? I'm going to want to fuck the Pope? Correct. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, you will absolutely. I'm gonna have to scare the Pope. No, no, no Brit, Brit, Brit. No, I, I need to see Brit's reaction to this. Brit, Google Fire Emblem Three Houses and Dimitri. That's not the Pope. No, but Brit will absolutely thirst over Dimitri. Jeff, is there a game Wait you're a excited for? Wait a minute. Is this Pope with the girl with yeah. the green hair? There's multiple girls with green hair. That doesn't say yeah, anything. No, that's I know what she's talking about. Yes, that is the Pope. Wait, wait, like she has like the, the headband with the yes, flowers. That's and the, the correct one. Yes. That's the Pope. 100%. No. 100%. Look up, yeah, up Dimitri now, bro. Why the fuck does Dimitri. the Pope look like Griffith from Berserk? What the fuck? 
<laughs> That's not true. Okay, hold on. Let me fucking show this to CJ. Wait, wait. Brit up, is gonna. Brit will thirst so hard over Fire Emblem no, characters. We, no, I cannot because believe no these. women or gays are actually thirsting over Dimitri. They all thirst over Claude. Nobody likes mm. Dimitri. Incels uh, like dude, Dimitri. You're telling me right now that people don't Let me look at Dimitri. All right, he's you're all right. Me, look, hold on. You're look telling me that people don't. No, when he gets his fucking eye patch, you're telling me that people don't thirst over him? No, who's, the, who's like the himbo one? Claude. Claude. Who's the another plot. himbo character? I see him a lot. Oh, it's uh, Raphael. <laughs> That's the definition of himbo. I like Leonardo, personally. <laughs> who is the who's who is the character? She's she's not in Three Houses, but she's got the oh no, John's right. Dimitri, when I I patch? Are you kidding me? Instant ten. That man and has I never told, seen shampoo in his life. Look at his hair. I fucking told you. Like, so like, the young one, not so much, but the older one with the eye patch, one hundred percent. 10 out of 10. Like, I cannot believe Brit has not played a Fire Emblem game as thirsty as she is. Jeff, what are you looking forward to in the next three months? Um, I mean, Crisis Core is a game that's coming out, but I don't know when I'll play it. It's, it's Have you played it games. before? I was going to ask you earlier, but I didn't. No, I, um, you know, I, of course, you know, Final Fantasy VII was my favorite game of all time for my whole life. Uh, so I wanted to, but I had. Did you a, just not have a PF PSP? I had, a, I had a digital PSP and Crisis Core is one of the only games that Ooh, never got a digital yeah. release. Um, there was some hang up with the music licensing, I think. So I was just never able to play it. Dacked. Um, uh, so, yeah, I've been waiting 20 years to play, you know, the prequel to one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, so I, I want to make sure I'm in the right headspace for it. I want to make sure I have the time to dedicate to it. I don't want to be playing it 20 minutes at a time or a week on week off kind of thing. So I'm just waiting for the the right moment. So I don't know when I'll get to it, but I guess the other one is um, uh, I'm probably the only one. But um, I'm excited for Starfield. I'm I'm optimistic um i'm big space nerd i like exploration i like vibes in games i think it's going to deliver on a lot of that stuff uh i'm fine with bethesda jank i'm a little bethesda's i don't i'm trying to decide how much on my shit list they are for the mick gordon stuff i know it was largely id but like bethesda put out that statement so yeah it might be another case of uh you know well oh, sucks i can't enjoy this game but um i'll probably i'll probably be over it by then so i think i'm surprised starfield doesn't have a date i thought for sure when it got delayed another year that it did but Apparently, it's just 2023, so we'll see. DJ? Oh, I already said it. It's Kirby and Yakuza. That's it? Kirby and Yakuza. Yeah, okay. Like, like you guys are <laughs> underestimating. A, a, a remake of a platformer I, I, I never played? Come on it, baby. Let's go. Yeah, that's CJ John, Core right surprised. there. John, I'm surprised you did not say Octopath Traveler. I did I say Octopath Traveler. Did you? All right, I'm I did. Brit, Brit All missed right. like, I did. The, the chunk where I was like talking about Kirby and Yakuza. Brit's not... Brit's Brit's not even fucking paying attention to what the fuck I say anymore. Like Brit doesn't. That's give not shit. true. You said Crisis Core and uh, Theatre them, and I tapped out because those were my. Yeah, and then you stopped fucking listening because you didn't give a shit. I got one that nobody has said yet. What's yeah. that? And that is Forspoken. Derek, I'm surprised you didn't say that one. Oh either. shit! Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Wait, does I'm coming out within the next three months. Yeah, it comes out in January. 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 No, oh, it shit. is January, right? Twenty fourth. Yeah. Yeah. No uh, fucking shit. Isn't Dead Space coming out in January also? Derek. Derek is going to be the shit. It is. 
and the Resident Evil 4 remake. Resident Evil 4 remake. Oh, it's March. Listen, oh my God. I've been holding off playing the original version. I owed it on Switch, and I'm like, no, I kind of want to wait till I play this. Like, this is is like the only Resident Evil game I know for sure I'll play through it. You need, here's the thing I need to make somebody out there has to play the remake first and then the original because too many of us have already played Resident Evil 4. The number of people out there who have not played Resident Evil 4 is shockingly low. Okay. I'll do it. We I will need your help. No, Jeff should so, do it. Jeff should do it. He didn't like Final Fantasy. I mean, Final Fantasy. Resident Evil 4. He should, he should definitely do it. Unbiased opinion. The original, the original Resident Evil 4 is what is probably the most perfectly paced game I've ever played. Don't tell me that because I'll play, I'll play through it no. and I'll burn myself out. I'll burn CJ, myself. CJ, literally per- perfectly paced. Perfectly paced. There is not, there is not an ounce of fat on that fucking game. And there is not a single moment. There is not a single moment where Resident Evil Four just just lags or or slows or like the, the game is just Front literally flawless. Yes, Nick is right. It's the Chrono Trigger of third person shooters. Absolutely, the game is just borderline fucking perfect. Um, all right, we are uh, past our time here, Derek. Um, we'll go ahead and log off here. We got a lot of content coming up for you guys in the next few weeks. Of course, we are uh, sponsored Square Enix content creators, and Square Enix is coming out with a lot of fucking games. Um, so aside from the Square Enix reviews you have already seen from us, uh, we are going to be having a lot more here coming up soon. Um, Sorry. CJ is going to be reviewing Redacted for us. He's going to be getting a code for Redacted here within the next day or so, I think. Uh, and he's going to be playing Redacted. And we got a lot We got a lot of other shit happening, too. Um, so we are really looking forward to that. Thank you again, uh, as always, Square Enix, for providing us the codes to review your games. We greatly appreciate it. Um, if you're not a member of our Discord, we got links in the chat right there. <laughs> we would greatly, great. We're over 400 people in our Discord now, guys. We are over why. 400 people. I, I don't know why either, but it, we must be doing something right. Um, so what what the fuck is happening in chat? People are being mean to me. No, people are. Wow. Anyway, it's time to end this fucking show. Uh, we have got um, we got some cool community stuff coming uh, happening again in January as well, which we will talk about. We're going to be bringing back a lot of our community uh, events, um, but we'll we'll get into that later. Now, now is now is not the time, Jeff. Jesus Christ! All I right. started it. Derek, ta- <laughs> you know off. what? You know what? Kindness costs nothing. Derek, take us, kill us. Hey, CJ, CJ, you, you know what you're excited for? You're excited. To, you're excited to get in that that hive, that that bees, to get that bee honey.